hello and good afternoon. Didn't you just see me a little while ago with Jez Corden on episode one of X Vlog Live? Yes, you did. I'm Mr. Boomstick XL. I'm your host. And folks, listen, the only reason why we're here is because we got some breaking news from Industry Insider and the best main in the business, Jeff Grubb. He just broke the story that apparently at Microsoft, there are an Early talks going on with Obsidian Games to reprise their development role of Fallout New Vegas 2. This is a game that many many people, including myself, feel is the best one in the entire Fallout franchise. Uh, I would dare say that... Um, there has not been i'm not saying i'm not taking anything away from what they've done on the other teams that have created fallout uh 3 and fallout 4 and fallout 76 for that matter but for me personally the one that reigns supreme is of course fallout new vegas and the fact that we are getting some confirmation from someone that i indubitably trust uh well, listen, I'm going to take it to the bank and run with it. But listen, this is probably only going to be about a 30-minute show. Uh, we want to, we, I don't want to interrupt Boxenberger, who has his show at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't want to step on his toes. But I had to jump in here and uh, you know try and grab as many people as I could. So far, I was able to grab Mr. Joanna Dark. First of all, brother, welcome. Thanks so much for answering the call. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, this is this is big breaking news. This is exciting, Boom. Um, I agree. Uh, Fallout New Vegas was one of the best Fallouts I played. I mean, I played Part 3. And the narrative in this game and what they did with uh, with the overall uh, Fallout New Vegas was was amazing. And I know that there were talks, there's always been talks about we um, maybe a, a remaster of Fallout New Vegas. But I'm excited that there's going to be a sequel and a continuation to this story because I think Obsidian is the right you know, dev to do this, especially, you know, the original one we were talking about that it received BAFTA awards, Golden Stick Awards. It was one of the top selling games. And this is exciting. Um, you know, I think this was a question that was asked to Obsidian. And then I think tongue in cheek, they said, hey, why don't you ask, you know, Bethesda about this? I don't know if you recall that. Yeah, oh, I, I, I absolutely do. And I think that we even talked about that specific tweet uh, going back when that was that, that I think that was sometime in the middle of this year because people have been calling for I, I mean listen dude I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and even remotely suggest that uh, the fine folks at Obsidian Games weren't salivating uh, when when of course they were, had already been with Xbox Game Studios and they found out that Team Bethesda was joining I can guarantee you calls to Phil to Matt Booty to Aaron Greenberg were fast and furious like hey listen you got the ip and we want a second shot at fallout new vegas uh two which again is being confirmed uh by jeff grubb now listen i do want to give credit where credit is due this is coming to us directly from our good friends over at the video games chronicle vgc for for short and they reported it that Fallout New Vegas 2 is reportedly in very early talks at Microsoft. And this is what they had to say. I'm reading directly from the uh, from the article, which will be in the show notes. Uh, and, and it says this, speaking on his premium giant bomb show known as Grub Snacks. And of course, that is paywalled 
uh, because you have to join the, their channel in order to get those early uh, podcasts. And that makes perfect sense because Giant Bomb is pretty big and has been a part of the industry for many, many years. Uh, according to the article, Venture Beats Jeff Grubb claimed that the original developer Obsidian could create a sequel to the classic RPG now that it's under the same roof as a license as the license holder Bethesda. And this is what Jeff exactly had to say. And I quote, this is very early, but people have begun uh, to have talks and say these words in sentences. And these words are Obsidian and New Vegas 2. He also said, we're talking years and years away. There's at least an interest and conversations happening about making something like this actually become a reality. He also continued, folks, that a lot of people at Microsoft think that this could work and there's a lot of interest to make it happen. Uh, now, okay, Boom. now, so now, just to, would you want to add something? Yeah, yeah. I guess wanted to ask you. This makes sense. I mean, think about what Todd Howard said, right? They're Starfield right now. Next is Elder Scrolls. So Fallout has always been kind of like, okay, where's the next Fallout? And maybe this is a good way to kind of, he says, right, when you get inspired, to give it to a team that probably has an idea that's inspired to do this sequel that they've been wanting to do. And now that they're under the same umbrella, they can come in, let Todd's team focus Starfield and Elder Scrolls, and let Obsidian come in and give you that fall experience that we've all been waiting for. Yeah, no, I I, I, I think you're onto something. Look, look the, the, I see a lot of people in the chat. First of all, we got over 100 people here for this very, very quick, uh, you know, uh, breaking news segment for uh, the Xbox Factor podcast. I want to thank the over 100 people here. Um, obviously, this is breaking news. And because I'm retired, I can literally drop a hat and throw a podcast together. And that's exactly what we did here. Normally, I, you know, of course, I love to have six people on the panel. But, of course, Boxenberger, who does have his show at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, do uh, d does have uh, two of, 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 of incredible uh, um, uh, podcasters in their own right, of course. He's going to have Mav from Fun Speculation on, as well as uh, Kay Asante. And, obviously, that is uh, from not only Primetime Gaming on Monday evenings, but, of course, the Gaming Circle podcast on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I mean, I, I mean, I got to, I got to get right into it. I, I, I think that this is a power move. I think that this is something that many Xbox gamers in the community uh, have been asking for, have been waiting to hear these words put together. And look, the bottom line is that if this is coming from John and Joe's podcast that no one's ever heard of, I'd say take it with a grain of salt. The fact that this is coming from Jeff Grubb who is obviously a part of Venture Beats, who also works with Giant Bomb. There is, there's, there's nothing you can walk away with it. Me, I'm walking away with this with confidence, saying that, holy cow, this is actually going to happen. And look, I mean, you can see the people's excitement. I mean, Nine Lives 210 says, Fallout New Vegas uh, 2 with a question mark with a giant what. Everyone is excited. Uh, this took, this, this obviously has taken the interwebs by storm for sure i would imagine that publications left and right are going to be covering this and dropping information i'm happy to be here with mr joanna dark uh to discuss it i mean for you dark i mean what 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 does this actually mean where where's your excitement level on this 
I'm going to say this. My excitement level for this is literally uh, on a scale of one to one to twenty. I want to say it's a twenty. Uh, and no, it's exciting. I I know I saw something in the chat that it's overrated. Of course, everyone has their own opinion and they're entitled uh, to that. Yeah. But you know, one of the things that I want to stress is that Obsidian is has is a fantastic studio. And I was talking to Boom about Knights of the Old Republic too. What they did is they took a pre-existing engine, they took everything that was there, and what did they do? They focused on the story. And, yep. and improved on some of the mechanics that made that classic even better. Same thing. You look at Fallout 3. They took out Fallout 3, and then they put in New Vegas, and they gave you a story. They tinkered with the VAT system, kind of like what they did, like what uh, People Could Fly did to Judgment, which is another underrated game, in my opinion. And exactly. I guess what I what I have for you, Boom, as well, is they saw the Outer Worlds, right? What does this do to the Outer Worlds 2? Is there another obsidian team that might be working on this oh that's interesting and my second thing to you as well is is this maybe the if this happens is this the first drop of maybe um other studios picking up different ips from the all the ips that they're acquiring to maybe work on these passion projects that they might be passionate about meaning like you know another team comes in and gets another ip and says we want to work on this or am I overthinking this? Just because no, we, I, I, I actually don't think so at all. As a matter of fact, you know, over the course of the last couple of years, we've seen Obsidian hire, and everyone just assumed that that was to help with what they were currently working on. And who's to say they weren't staffing up for New Vegas? First of all, I want to wel welcome in Web Dave. What's going on, brother? Thanks for joining us. Breaking news. Uh, I know it. So Fallout exciting. New Vegas 2, basically in early talks. Now, again... Early is how early? Uh, are they sitting down and buttering each other's bread and saying, let's make this happen? Or is this something that probably was came, was coming into fruition the minute Bethesda joined uh, XGS? Uh, I, I would dare say that, uh, you know, being that Obsidian was a part of um, um, Xbox Game Studios for quite a while before this Bethesda announcement, they must have had some sort of inkling that something like this could in fact happen. And the minute that they, they figured out, Hey, Bethesda is going to be joining Xbox game studios. I can almost guarantee you the head of obsidian made the call to big Papa Phil and said, Hey, look, you got the IP. We're dying to get another crack at this. Uh, it, it's, it's clear by, by the amount of people already in the chat and we're only a few minutes into the show that people are looking and clamoring for a fallout new Vegas too. for you, Dave, where does this game range in regards to being your favorite or least favorite of the Fallout series? The Fallout series, uh, Fall, um, New Vegas is number one. Yeah, me too. Yes, absolutely. Right up there at the top. Uh, and uh, Mr. Janadar, good seeing you again, too. Boom, thank you for the call. Um, man, I, it is. I saw this and I was like, oh, I was already in your chat <laughs> going, This is great. This is awesome. Another show for the day. And then you give me the call, which I appreciate. And dude, it is so exciting, and I agree with you 100%. As soon as the ink was dry, I think they probably set down a roadmap of, of what do we want to work on? What are What's available to us that people really want, that, the, that the, the fans and the gamers want? And this is just one of probably many more surprises to come over the next year or so that we're going to start hearing about. And I'm really glad that uh, that uh, Jeff dropped this bomb today because man, it's just just the possibilities are now are so exciting with the technology today, um, the infrastructure that's going on. 
the 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 way to where to play on multiple you know platforms as far as PC and and uh, and Xbox. Oh man, it's just this is this is going to be great. Well, I mean, listen, it's it, it's safe to assume, gentlemen, that with the and again, if if you missed the um, uh, X Vlog uh, live episode one with, of course. The infamous, if you will, Jez Corden of Windows Central. He had a lot to say. We specifically went into uh, a lot of detail regarding um, Elden Ring. You know, it's easy mode or story mode that should or should not be in there. A lot of people feel one way or the other. But we also talked about, you know, uh, the future of Xbox Game Studios. Like there, there's a lot of that. He said it the last time there's a lot of games in active development. These kinds of announcements are going to be coming fast and furious, I believe. And when you add when you add Activision Blizzard to the conversation, there really is a there's not going to be a month in a year that you don't have exciting Xbox news to talk about. Because remember, there's a lot of the games that we do know that are currently in active development, and there's a lot that we don't. And um, this is one of them. This is this one was suggested. Um, I mean, I think that if, if if you're anyone, you could have easily suggested at some point that hey, Fallout New Vegas Two is going to be a thing, right? Boom. Like you know, and let's look at the Outer Worlds, right? If you want to kind of compare a little bit and go a little bit deeper down this rabbit hole, you have a protagonist that supposedly you know came out of cryogenics. Then you have in Fallout New Vegas, you were left for dead, right? And you come back. Right. So maybe that was the audition, and now that. All the stars and the moons aligned. It just makes sense saying, look, look what you did with the Outer Worlds. What if we gave you the Fallout IP? I'm pretty sure maybe somewhere Obsidian had like a little notebook like we all used to have. When we used to draw things and said, hey, let me show you what we what we had eventually planned if we ever got a shot at making a sequel. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're onto something. But I want to take it even further than what you're saying. Dave, I want to go to you on this. When you look yes, at uh, what Todd Howard and 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 the team of Bethesda, th their main concern is to make sure that the same uh, forty plus tens that we just saw bestowed upon Elden Ring, which is freaking incredible. The fact that we're here talking about that is, is is something to behold. There's a good shot that if Starfield turns out the way I think it's going to be, we're going to be having this conversation of these two behemoths, these two titans. Uh, going head to head for game of the year, right? Uh, there's, there's, Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. But overall, Fallout 76 when it launched left on a terrible taste in a lot of folks' mouth. My, me being one of them. I, I bought the game. I bought the collector's edition for the helmet that's sitting right here, right above me. Nice. Uh, because I, I, I love Fallout. Knew I wasn't gonna like the game, but I bought it for the collector's edition, and it turns out I was correct. I didn't like Fallout uh, 76 because of its multiplayer aspect, just not for me, right? I, I wanted the NPCs and, and the missions that you find in Fallout, which they eventually added. So now it's a game that I could potentially like. But a move like this, what it does, what it tells me as someone that has been following the industry as long as I have, uh, it, I think it relieves pressure off of Bethesda because they can concern themselves with Starfield, which is an important part of their 10-year plan, but it also can allow them to continue the solid work that's going to go into a new Elder Scrolls game, right? They don't have to worry about, oh, we need to, we need to respond with a Fallout game because people are asking for it, because go, go and continue your Starfield, which we know there's going to be a ridiculous amount of content for, 
but also take the team and go crazy and and really put the effort into a next gen Elder Scrolls. Don't worry about New Vegas. Obsidian can handle that. What are your thoughts on that process? Yeah, I think that the, it's um, they. I mean, there's there's a lot on the plate, a lot of great stuff coming. So they're you know, and then and Starfield is near its end. So it's I mean, it's near completion, I should say. So it's uh, you know, it's it's ready to come out. So so as they start to, I guess, finish up finishing touches on that, you know, they're going to be able to to refocus and assist the teams to get other great projects up and running. Um, I've got a, a really good friend um, that <clears throat> when I was uh, at a GameStop, he was a regular customer and um, it's uh Blackheart and lady Blackheart, him and his wife. And they really enjoy and still play to this day. Fallout 76. Nice. Um, and, and I um, like you, when it first came out, I was like, Oh, I don't know. And I, and I, you know, it, it, they caught the bug. I didn't. Um, but now that it's it's been updated and upgraded and fixed, you should say, and uh, they still play. I when I uh, got them a subscription to um, Game Pass, I was like, you know, let's let's let me get in here and, and try this with them. And I had a blast. It's a lot of fun. Um, is it still something that I want to play continuously? I got too many other games to play right now, but I enjoy sitting in and getting in with them and playing and doing missions and things with them because it's 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 so much better now than it was when it first started. And I feel that they're going to focus on this new game to where it's, it's not going to come out like fallout new Vegas. Fallout new Vegas is not going to come out like 76. It's it's they've learned their lesson. And I think, you know, Todd's going to have a, you know, one eye on the, on that prize as well, in my opinion. Oh, I absolutely I, listen. Look, the, the, the bottom line is this might be, as, as and Todd Howe has been a part of this industry for decades, right? If you were to suggest or look at what he's done, he's he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame whenever he decides to pack it in. I don't think that's anytime soon. Um, this game in, of course, Starfield might be the most important, potentially biggest thing he will ever do. Uh, I mean, I know that he's working on the Indiana Jones game. He's he's heavily invested in that. Indiana Jones is one of his favorite franchise. So we know that he's going to have some real big opinions on how that game is done by Machine Games. Um, but Starfield, as we know, is the his baby, so to speak. That is what he is um, most concerned with. Even though I understand he probably has a, an unbelievable uh, uh, passion and love for Fallout, I, I think that this is this is this is I don't even think this is not even a conversation. I mean, he probably looks over and says, "We have so much on our plate. Go crazy, Obsidian! Uh, if you need any help, I'm right over here, J Mr. Joanna Dark." One of the things that we've seen, I'm seeing in the chat, is how the studios are working in tandem. This is something yep. that uh, didn't happen before. You know, uh, you know, Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer took over, and he's brought. A newfound, hey, one hand works, uh, washes, you know, the old, the old saying, you know, one hand wa you know, washes each other, but both hands wash the face. And I think that's what you're seeing over uh, at, at Microsoft Xbox Game Studios right now. This would be another one of those aspects where it just makes sense to allow veteran studio like Obsidian, um, who has a, a very successful grounded that just crossed 10 million players. 
You know, obviously, that they're working on the Outer Worlds 2. Outer Worlds 1 uh, did gangbuster numbers. A lot of people enjoyed it. I beat it. I absolutely loved it. It gave me the Mass Effect feeling as well as as, as an Obsidian game that I felt I was missing in my life. So I, I just loved every minute of it. Um, what are your thoughts on them uh uh bethesda potentially saying hey yeah you know what let, let, let's let's focus on what we're doing and allow for obsidian to potentially you know fulfill a dream of theirs i i know that they want to do a, a sequel <clears throat> you know first i want to read this uh this quote that we were talking about boom it said bethesda chief todd howard previously said that another third-party fallout game like the obsidian entertainment developed fallout new vegas was less likely was less likely considering bethesda's internal teams we're heavily focused on the franchise. I wouldn't say never, Howard right. said at the time. And what I look at this is kind of what we've been just discussing. And, you know, Dave said as well. You said, boom. This allows Todd to maybe pursue other things that they might have in the wings that we don't know about. And kind of say, hey, the next Elder Scrolls, maybe we're we're right there. And we, have, and we want to focus on that because we have so much to do. And we don't have to worry about having a timeline of when giving people that like, instead of liking high fantasy and the like post-apocalyptic having to rush uh for another fallout and have another fallout 76 situation absolutely Smart. um and i think obsidian has proved it um with the outer worlds with many of the games that that are out there and if you look at the games that obsidian has made they've basically been spiritual successor to some of the games that we've enjoyed from legendary some like fallout you know yes look at the outer worlds the outer world is a love letter to fallout 3 it really is. So, yeah, indeed. It absolutely I, is. I think it's the right team and I, and I love this this kind of mentality. You know, I hope that this this maybe translates to the other studios and like I said before, you know, what if it says, "Hey, I have an idea for Gears to the Coalition. Hey, how about we go and work together to do this?" Um and I and I like that because I think sometimes with established franchises, sometimes it's good to kind of, "Hey, I know it's your baby, but maybe you need a good set of eyes." That can give you something. Or a new set of eyes for that yep. matter. And then I'm asked another question. Do you think that Obsidian can do a good job maybe of implementing a co-op feature into this oh, or some type of online element? What do you think, Boom? Well, I mean, look, the, I, I think that if you're going to take Fallout New Vegas, there are going to be some in the community that says, listen, just give me Fallout New Vegas 1 with a 2 on it and call it square, right? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't doubt that that would work. To be honest with you, I, I think that if you left it as, as a single-player, story-driven narrative, you can't go wrong with that. People are going to want, you know, obviously you can you, you can pick up where the protagonist, you know, supposedly passed on and you find him in the gutter. and Or, or you continue his story uh, through, uh, some, you know, a new character. I think people would love to return to that character, which would be great. Um, Boom, let me ask but, you this. Do you sure. think... But, do you think if this goes through, we see a crossover in Fallout 76 that other kind of the crumbs. 100%. If you didn't, you'd, you'd be leaving money on the table. You'd be leaving uh, not so much money. You'd be leaving player, player, a player base on the table. Uh, I'm, I have always been a big fan of crossovers. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like their peanut butter in their chocolate, but I do. Uh, and, I, and I love the fact when you can have uh, teams collaborate with one another bringing uh a, 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 look i've been saying for years i i'd, I'd somehow i'd love to have 
a Gears meet a Halo. That's never going to happen. But who, how freaking effing cool would that be if the Master Chief was standing right alongside Marcus Phoenix? Uh, yeah, sign me up. I'll, I'll buy the collector's edition right now. So, I mean, I'm, this is one of the this. I mean, the Fallout series. I'm still waiting right. for a Brotherhood of Steel. Uh, dude, I, Mrs. Boom and I loved Brotherhood mm. of Steel. I think what did we give play? it to NXL? Give me NXL to make that for us with yeah, their but I, you know, with their you know, writing. Yeah, yeah, I, I I like it, but I, I I want it to be like a Diablo style. That 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 Correct. that's what yeah, that's what we played. Brotherhood of Steel was fan freaking tastic. I think it might even we might even played that on the the PlayStation Two, maybe. Yep, that's where yeah. it was. That's why yeah, I played so, it. So I mean, it, it's it's we loved it, and Mrs. Boom absolutely loved it because she likes hunting for prizes. She she like she, she calls them prizes. We call <laughs> it loot. She loves it. Uh, that's why she loves Animal Crossing, but. Uh, getting back to this, this is this is one of those announcements. Uh, even though this isn't official, right? My, uh, Phil Spencer didn't get out there and say, "Hey," or head of uh, Obsidian. Guess what, folks? You asked for it. We're delivering. But Jeff Grubb, like I said, I, I love Jeff very much. Boom. I think he is. Yes, sir. Jay Vargas in the chat brought something up, and I want to ask this, right? Sure. Will this new Vegas, if real, what engine will it be on? Will it be on the creation or would we see something where, hey, it's wow. tech now or something else? That's, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, that is where I think Microsoft's uh, internal teams run into a bit of a conundrum, right? Because right now, Microsoft is privy to a significant amount of amazing engines. So I, I guess it's, you know, I would imagine that whatever is powering the Outer Worlds 2, would probably power so you, so UE5 then. UE5 yeah, I, I do. I, I I think because you know you're gonna see you know you saw what they did with um uh, the first one and obviously the Outer Worlds two is going to be uh you know it, 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 uh, they're gonna evolve whatever we loved about the first one and make it ten times bigger and better in the second one. So because whatever engine they're gonna be using, I would imagine it would be the most one that uh, the, the for Fallout New Vegas 2 would be the engine that they're most comfortable with and one that they're most familiar with. And, of course, that would probably be the same engine that's going to be powering the Outer Worlds 2. Dave, your, your thoughts on the engine. Uh, do, do you agree or disagree that they would use something that they were familiar with? I would think that they would probably use something they were familiar with. But being that said, that this, you know, this is definitely something that's a new project, they could, you know, what is our latest and greatest and best, most compatible engine, yeah. easiest to work with to get a product out fast. That might be, you know, the way to, to go to get it out in a reasonable time with some really good, you know, features that the Xbox uh, can handle now. So that's, that's, a, that's my, and I know it's not really an answer, but it's kind of a both. But, um, I mean, it, it makes sense to me that if, if they're really starting, you know, this up from scratch, you know, storyline, whole nine yards, you want to you get your, your best engine in front of this because this is going to be a, a really big game or potentially, um, you know, it really could be, you know, groundbreaking if they do it the right way. What, what do you think is the date since it's far off? Do you think this is a 2026, 27, 28 game? It's interesting. Mm. Uh, I mean, look, look, what one of the things that uh, you have to appreciate. Look, look, we talked about this a couple of hours ago with Jez Corden. 
as Xbox gamers, I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I am not frustrated with the fact that 2022 is going to be light, right? He, Je, uh, uh, Jez Corden said it himself. This year, that the, 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 one, the one game that's doing all of the heavy lifting for Xbox is going to be Starfield. Now, that's awesome. And Starfield is going to be awesome. Uh, I would imagine that uh, in June or potentially July, we're going to get some sort of an E3 event, a Microsoft show where Todd is going to come out and he's going to sh- he's going to do what Todd Howard does. But can I he's say this, sh- Boom? Yeah, I, I, you know I think Jess has some great points here. But if I look at if you you know someone copying other emulating success, look what PlayStation did last generation. Third parties was their caveat until they just literally hit you the, over the head with banger after banger to the point that everyone. Well, that's going to happen in 2023, person. dude. There, Correct. There's yeah, there's no and, doubt and, about that. This and, is going to be a light year. And to me, it's a game of chess, right? If if PlayStation again, cool, they have Horizon and all this, but let's just say God of War is the next thing. If you have God of War and then you go into and you have Starfield, I think you maybe hold on a little bit to some of the things you have. So when you know things come along that you need to counter, you have literally something to say. Look what we have. You know what? Look, I I, I want to make mention on that, right? Uh, actually, one. You know what? I'm gonna actually kind of. I know Box and Burger's uh, show is about to start, folks. If you got to get over to Box and Burger, please, you can watch this on video on demand. I don't want to steal his audience away from him, but I don't want to rush out of here because I do have a point to make. Um, look, here's the thing. My, my opinion about God of War 2022 is not happening, and I'm going to tell you why it's not happening. Again, don't you, you can quote me on this. This is my opinion. Even though this Bloomberg said it is? Yeah, well, <laughs> here's why it's not going to happen, Okay. Horizon Forbidden West visually is a masterpiece. Gameplay-wise, it's a disaster. And it's so bad that the one guy that heralds Aloy as my favorite new IP put it down. I stopped playing it because of I was frustrated AF because I kept dying. I kept missing jumps that I'm supposed to make. The, the hitboxes, when it comes to grabbing the edges of things, is broken. You get to the top of something, and you're just hanging out there, right? Boom, that happened to me in the tutorial in the, in it's, the, it's, when you're going it's, up. It's frustrating as all hell, right? My point is not that the, I don't want to harp on the fact that there's some things that need to be fixed in the game. What I want to, what, what I want to fixate on uh, in the conversation, folks, we have almost 300 people here. So thank you for coming out. Is Horizon is getting clobbered right now. No one is talking about Horizon. This is 2017 all over again, and I feel really bad for the devs uh, at, at Horizon because they dealt with this with Breath of the Wild, which was a generational defining game, right? It's still one of the highest-reviewed games on Metacritic to this day. I think Elden Ring has officially passed it. I have to make sure of that before making that uh, that comment. Boom. I, I asked Joe last night, and I, and I want to ask you this. Do you think that in some of the points you just made about Horizon, right? One, uh, Sony was being a little bit bullish in the sense of putting it against Elden Ring. That's the first. I don't part. think they. I don't. I don't. No. The, I actually don't the, think they were the, bullish. I don't the think second, they realized it. What they were the doing. The second part is, did the first one get kind of that bump that we see with Nintendo games? And then what happened is this game is phenomenal, but now this whole fact that it's scored and it has all these things is being overshadowed by, you know, whatever happened in the past. 
look, the, you know, you know, the old saying is the past always repeats itself. Well, mm-hmm. the past has repeated itself in 2022, Dave. Um, yep. uh, Horizon Forbidden West is, go- is a gorgeous game. I think when the bugs are fixed, it's going to be uh, what you would expect a triple A uh, Sony first party over the shoulder story driven visual movie. It's going to be when the bugs are fixed, it's going to be a masterpiece. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that it's going up against a game that has received over 40 perfect scores. Okay. A game that is being, uh, being touted as breath of the wild meets souls. Okay. Once again, breath of the wild comes back in a, in a weird kind of a way to kind of curb stomp Aloy, who is an amazing character. It's an amazing franchise. No one, no one is going to be talking about uh, about, about Horizon any further than than the weekend because Elden Ring is scoring so ridiculous. Right? I also think boom. A lot of people didn't finish the first one, and that also hurt them. Sure. Um, to an extent, and I think it's a phenomenal game. I, I was one of those people that at first it took me a couple of tries, but then once you got part of the pacing issues, and I compare it now to two, I'm six hours in because, like you, I had a I had a save issue and I had to restart everything. No, oh. moving on from that, it's I love what they've done. Number one, the pacing in the beginning is better. I love some of the monster hunter elements that are in there, and yes. second, the side missions, which I was talking to Joe last night. I love that side mission. Um, in the first area of the game and you're finding out about the whole town and everything. I just love it. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it sucks that, that this is happening to horizon, which is such a good game. Yeah, no, absolutely. First of all, I want to bring Dave in on this conversation, but we got to welcome in Zemi games. Zemi. Yes. Brother. And of course (laughs) you're one of your favorite games of all time has just been, uh, hinted at being in early talks or early active development. Fallout seventy six, uh, Fallout seventy six. Holy cow! Fallout New Vegas too. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen. Wh- 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 what are your thoughts, brother? Are, are you are you excited? Are you are you are you impressed? Do you tr- do you trust Jeff Grubb enough to take this as gospel? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, he's definitely a very prominent journalist. He's he's made. Uh, you know, claims before that that have turned out to be true. So, I mean, I mean, I think it's definitely likely. Um, I, I like how you said Fallout seventy six, and then you switched really, really quick away from that to Vegas too. Uh, but no, the, <clears throat> I, I'm going to be honest with you though, Boom. I'm not super, super familiar with the whole story. I just saw you say Fallout uh, New Vegas two, and then you gave me a link, and I jumped right in. Um, but uh, but no, I, I'm I'm super, super, super excited about it. Um, and uh, you know, I, I actually made a video on my YouTube channel a, a while ago uh, saying that uh, I, you know, I, I think that the next studio that would be making a Fallout game was would would be in Exile Studio. I don't know if there's any news on on who specifically is making this game. Is there? Oh no, it's Obsidian. It's attached to it. Is it okay? So yeah. it is Obsidian. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it is. well that yeah. makes sense if they're making a New Vegas too. That would that definitely would make sense. Uh, no, I I think it's fantastic news. Hopefully, uh, it gets confirmed really really. Soon. Well, listen, folks. Thanks to the Mr. Joanna Dark. Uh, and and again, I I I I don't want to tread on Boxenberger's podcast, but I would be really uh, I, I we got breaking news here uh jeff grubb apparently uh, is saying on this podcast which is of course under the giant bomb banner 
uh, that they are planning to remaster all major franchises under Microsoft. He says this, I think Gears will probably happen and Fallout Fallout will get a legendary edition eventually. Don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon, but it's on the plate. Quote unquote source giantbomb.com. And of course, that comes directly from Jeffy Grub Grub, good friend of this Boom. program. Remember that they were saying there was a game that was going to get the Master Chief collection treatment. Yeah, I believe one. I believe that's the Marcus Phoenix collection. Uh, Crispy Bomb has been talking about that for a while. I, so have I. And, and, and you remember that at one of the Nintendo Directs, they thought that Bethesda was going to announce a Fallout kind of legendary edition with all the games in one package at one point. That's what yeah. they thought. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's certainly possible. D- Dave, look, uh, getting back to the topic at hand, mm-hmm. um, the reason why I don't think uh, God of War releases this year is because Sony is going to look at what, what is currently happening to Horizon. And I'm not saying God of War is going to release buggy. I think God of War is going to be a masterpiece. I loved 2018 God of War. I think what they're doing over there is only going to be 10 times better when the second one comes out. But the question that I have for you, and I'll bring this back to Zemi Games, is do you want to go up against Starfield? And the answer is I don't think you do. I think that if you are Sony and you see what's happening you, you say, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll take the L on this and we'll release in March of 23. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'm thinking that God of War gets delayed uh, yeah. or, or bump back. If yep. there's, I mean, why would you put yourself through that <laughs> when you know how big this game is, is going to be? And I guarantee you the buzz, especially once these shows actual gameplay and once there's, you know, things that you know, things we're going to see this summer, things that we're going to see as it gets closer to release date, that buzz for that game is going to be phenomenal, just off the charts. And any game going up against it, that's the same type of, you got to get in there and you know play, you know, long and hard is, is, is really going to be put to the back burner by a lot of people. I, I think they would be smart to at least let, you know, maybe at the the beginning of, you know, twenty twenty three to you know to be the, you know, kind of kind of like um, Horizon was supposed yeah. to be, with yeah. the exception of the of the bugs. I, I played a little bit. I did the fall through the floor bug. I don't know if you've seen some of the yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> some of the uh, the Tom Petty's uh, free falling <laughs> clip to that, and you just see you're just oh yeah that happened to me, and I was just like. All right, then. So, yeah. Listen, they're going to patch it. They're going to patch it. Right. What game would Sony have go up against to at least have something for their audience then? Uh, You know what? I I, I don't don't know. know. I mean, well, look, I mean, they have money had it a few games, right? Forsaken is coming out. Now, that's not getting the best buzz for a lot of reasons. Some, some Some of the screenshots and videos that I saw... I'm going to be honest with you. It, it kind of looked like last gen graphics uh, did not look like next gen stuff. So we know that Forsaken is is going to is going to come out this year. That's been money hatted by Sony. That's uh, probably if the rumors fall true that uh, they they're they're in the process of announcing the purchase of Square Enix, which uh, I'm hearing rumblings of. Uh, that's never going to come to an Xbox. Uh, so, you know, again, I, I, at this point, <laughs> I, I, I they didn't, listen, 
we don't know what Sony has money hatted, right? We, we don't know what they're going to come out at one of their state of plays and say X game is launching exclusively for, you know, they never give you a date. They just say exclusively on the PlayStation, whatever. Um, they could do that with three. They, they, they can they, they can do that with two or three games. Uh, again, Forsaken's one of them for sure. God of War, uh, we know it, it, it suffered significant delays, uh, not so much because they were having, I mean, besides, you know, the Rona, obviously being the big issue, the actor himself was out. Uh, he actually came out uh, late last year and put the blame on his shoulders because he was out. He had multiple surgeries. He had a, sh a, soldier, a, a shoulder surgery. He had a knee surgery as well as something for his back. So he... He would he couldn't do the mocap. Uh, I don't know how far along they got with the mocap with him, but they had to hold up the project. And he actually, you know, praised Sony for giving him the opportunity to heal, uh, which was fantastic of Sony to do that because obviously he is Kratos. There's no doubt about that. So I don't know if the mocap situation uh, and the current, you know, Rona situation still, you know, troubling the world would 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 uh would push it back i've always said 2023 march and i think that now that we have confirmation that uh god howard only because zemi's here is, uh, is, is, is 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 releasing uh his baby his 10-year uh game that he's been working on in his mind for almost a decade who who wants to go up against that who wants to challenge that I, I I certainly wouldn't, and, and like I said, I think Sony's going to potentially walk on eggshells because right now Horizon is a gorgeous game. I love Aloy. I love uh, the, the 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 atmosphere and the ambiance of these you know Dino di, you know Dinobot X X uh, type of characters that you know litter the world, but the game is getting it's it's going it's going to get trounced in regards to mindshare because of Elden Ring. Elden Ring may not be everyone's bag because it is very Souls-like, and to some extent, you heard Jez, there's some bosses that are ridiculously punishing. But I, I think wait. that FOMO is going to play a huge part. People are going to be like, hey, listen, this game is getting, how many 10s did it get? 40 plus. Oh, I'm buying this game. I'm buying this game ASAP. Zemi, let's get your opinion on this. I mean, God of War, it's going to be a great game. God of War, the original 2018, was fan-freaking-tastic, and I expect it to be the, the second part even better. Uh, do you think that that gets delayed? Uh, and would you go up against uh, Starfield? You know, I as far as whether or not it's going to get delayed, I really have, you know, no idea. Um, I, I will say that if the game is ready, if the game... Uh, you know, works and, and plays great and, and isn't going to create some big public relations disaster for them of, of releasing an unfinished game, I think that they're going to push it out, right? Um, if, if for some reason the game just isn't ready, uh, it just needs more polish or whatever, I, I think that then they're going to, to hold back. I don't think that Starfield really is going to have any, you know, implications on whether or not Sony releases God of War this year. And, and the reason being that Starfield, unless I'm heavily mistaken, and I, and I could be, but I'm pretty sure Starfield is an Xbox exclusive, meaning it's not going to be released on PlayStation. Yeah, correct? That, that's, yeah, confirmed. So, so you know, at, at that point, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the, 
what you know why why would you cancel your your not cancel but why would you delay your game for uh, another game that's not even going to be available on your platform right like to me that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense um so so as far as starfield impacting the release of um god of war i i, I don't i don't see that happening uh but you know i i could see you know god of war potentially getting delayed if it needed extra polish if the game just wasn't ready quite yet uh because of course you know we've we've seen a lot of moments uh you know these last couple of years where games really should have been held back uh, I, I like to think that just the industry as a whole has learned some valuable lessons and, you know, Sony being included, you know, I, I, I really like to think that if the game wasn't ready, they would delay. Uh, but if the game is, is playing great, is, is, is working the way that it's intended to and, and, you know, uh, so on and so forth, then I, I don't really see any reason why uh, they, they would want to delay it, especially in, you know, uh, you know, and, and, the 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 current playing field right now with xbox having so much content and playstation not really having nearly as as much as what xbox has right yeah. i think at that point you should definitely put out what you have rather than just holding on to it um so yeah so unless I mean, the game's not ready i think it's going to come out yeah, well, again, only time is going to tell. Obviously, E three is, is is around the corner. I mean, we're already go, we're we're in March the next week, and uh, you know, obviously, we're going to be hearing about the summer events. Obviously, we're not getting an official E three that has been canceled, both the digital and the physical aspect of E three. We're going to get Jeff Keeley's. Uh, summer events, summer, you know, and uh, obviously each one of these big platforms is going to have their own shows. Uh, real quick, got to shout out a couple of super chats that came in. Bold Alpha Wolfpack drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says, "God of War is going to be, uh, is going to body any title. Uh, it, it, it goes up, it, it goes up against God of War. is proven. Starfield is uh, is just a promise uh, in the air uh, of 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 hype. I mean." I, I hear what you're saying, Bold Alpha Wolf, I, and I think that God of War it does have a, an incredible history. 2018 God of War is a masterpiece, um, and uh, a lot of people picked it for their game of the year. For me, it, it just got just edged out by the new Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is one of my favorite uh, Assassin's Creed. But do not forget the quality work and the, just the pedigree that we've seen from Bethesda Game Studios. Oh, 100%. This is their A team. This oh, is this oh, is don't. Don't forget about that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, no. I mean, it's it's similar to this, right? Insomniac made Spider-Man, right? And all we saw was a trailer for Wolverine. So, is that the at the moment is Wolverine hype air as well? You know, yeah. I think no, every it, game is hype because oh, if you love it, of course you're going to be hyped for it because you're excited. Um, and I think, and I agree with what Zemi said. You know, if you're a PlayStation owner, God of War is going to be there for you. Um, if you're on the Xbox platform or PC platform, you'll have uh, you know a different game, which is Starfield. Starfield's meant to be played for many years to come. Yes. While God of War would be a game that you can consume how you want to, um, take all the story bits in, and you know return to it when you kind of have that itch to play, uh, you know, and revisit Kratos' story. Yeah. No. I, I. I mean, that's very well said. Uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional five hours super chat because he was here in the chat during the interview with Jez Corden. Uh, earlier this afternoon, uh, he's dropped a five dollars super chat and says, uh, "Say they use Unreal Engine five and bring in a small team from Gears to help make it gorgeous." Yeah, I, I, listen. The one thing that we we have confirmation 
uh, from Phil Spencer himself, as well as many of the developers that currently are a part of Xbox Game Studios, is that they are all working in tandem with one another to make Xbox games or Xbox first-party games the best they can be. And I think that is huge. Uh, Don Otaku drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, God of War Ragnarok will not top Elden Ring. Breath of the Wild 2 or Starfield, it will be good, but it will not push the envelope like those three will. I mean, you know, a lot of people are suggesting that God of War uh, is just going to be an expansion of the first uh, 2018 God of War. Whether it is, it's not. I think it's going to be an incredible game. Um, But uh, look, uh, again, uh, opinions, right, folks? Uh, I, I personally would not want to go up against Elden Ring. Uh, and uh, and Starfield for Game of the Year. Uh, the one thing that we have learned uh, with Sony is that they love putting some titles. Uh, they love they love having their titles be uh, the f- the focus point of any game awards run by Jeff Keighley. And uh, and for a lot of times they've won these big awards because their games deserve it. Oh, you know their first party games are legendary status. But I I I don't know if you turn around. I mean again we. This is just an opinion right now. The focus on everyone is not Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Folks, that hasn't even made a week out. It released on Friday of last week. Okay? We're only in Thursday. Tomorrow makes an official one week. And you know what? No one is talking about that game. Not because it's terrible. Not because you know uh, they, they 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 released a, you know a, a, you know a, a terrible sequel. It's because Elden Ring has literally stolen the focus of the entire gaming industry. That easily can be said and suggested when Starfield comes out. I mean, Starfield. You, do you also think that you know? I know Elden Ring is a huge game. And there also might be people waiting to get a PS5 because they want to experience Horizon in its fullest, you know, at 60 FPS. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there, you know, I know there's a lot of people there that, and and I also think the bad press towards Horizon with a lot of the things that happened with the Tanala upgrades has another game a good, uh, it's a good thing. So I think there's been a little bit of negativity that also hasn't helped it as well. Yeah, no, 100%. But listen, folks, I want to get us on out of here. Uh, we, this was supposed to be a half an hour show. We're running into 50 minutes. We had over 300 people here. We still have 300 people here. Uh, I do want to throw. I do want to shout out uh, our good friend Boxenberger is doing his World of Gaming on his channel. That is live right now with both Kaysante and, of course, Mav from Fun Speculation. They are talking about Fallout 70. Uh, I keep saying 76. Fallout New <laughs> Vegas 2. Um, and, uh, I really wish you get over there and just support my brother. He's one of the community's finest and, uh, love you to get over there. But I do want to thank, uh, the 300 plus people that jumped in for this breaking news. Again, I had no idea I was going to have to do another show, but I'm happy to do it and provide the content. And of course we had web Dave, Mr. Joanna dark and Zemi games drop in on the back end of today's incredible conversation. And, uh, you know, listen, let's get everyone's outros. We'll start first with Mr. Joanna Dark. Joanna Dark, please, by all means, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can check you out on social media. But what other podcasts you're on? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at big underscore n underscore boss. And then you can find me on Tuesdays on the Xbox Factor podcast, of course, with uh, 10K Boom, Boxenberger, 
Mav, and Pong Soul. And then on Wednesdays on the Crazy Lou Gaming Channel with Xbox International. And then later on today on Thursday, we record with my two good friends and colleagues, Jasmine and Albert, on the Nickel Gaming Show. Boom, thank you so much for inviting me to this. And Zemi, it was great. David, as always, as well. No, great to have you a part of it. Again, thank you for answering the call. Obviously, this was uh, this was an impromptu kind of a show. I'm, like I said, being retired allows me to uh, be flexible, and uh, it was great to be here. Dave, thank you so much for being here, brother. By all means, t sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can check out your incredible interviews, who you've interviewed, who you have next, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, dude, thank you so much uh, for asking me, putting out the call, and uh, I'm always here for you. You know that. So, uh, dude, it was um, it was great. And uh, it's outbreakpodcast.com is the best way to find uh, how to reach us. <clears throat> Just outbreakpodcast.com has all the links for social media, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. It's all right there, easy to remember. And um, also, we uh, uh, we had uh, just recently interviewed. Um, well, I had Punk Souls go up this week. Uh, next week is Mag. Um, and then the week after that is going to be, um, uh, Dutch flying, uh, yep. Yeah, flying, Wee, flying, Dutchman, Dutch, yes. flying Dutchman, wandering Dutch. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you tell I was uh, just coming out of work? And then, uh, and then, and then I also interviewed, um, Mr. Joanna dark nice. and, uh, and I have a bunch of other interviews uh, coming up, um, uh, including, uh, one, uh, later in the month, uh, with Jez Corden myself. So nice. that's going to be cool too. So, yep. Yep. And, uh, but, but though, thank you so much for being here and, uh, Zimmy, uh, pleasure to meet you, sir. And uh, I'll be reaching out to you someday too, to get the, to get an interview with you. If you'll let me. Uh, you're, you're muted, Zemi. <laughs> oh, I said anytime. Just let me know. Yeah, thanks, absolutely. Man. And speaking of Zemi thank games, Zemi, th thanks for jumping in. I know, I know this is again, this was like last minute thing. I just threw it out there. I'm <laughs> glad that you jumped in. Cause obviously we're talking yeah. fallout new Vegas too. Uh, I know that that's one of your favorite uh, games. I love the fact that Obsidian is attached to it. I, I, I think that is fantastic. And like we said in the beginning, what that does is allow uh, Todd Howard and the team to focus on, uh, you know, delivering Starfield, but also they can continue on what everyone is anticipating. And that is a new Elder Scrolls. So without mm -hmm. having to, you know, follow up a Fallout uh, 76, they can easily say, hey, listen, Obsidian, go crazy. You made a great first one. Now we're going to focus on these two games. And obviously uh, that's going to be big. But by all means, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone what you got going on. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you on yeah. social well, media? Two, two other things, just to touch on the Fallout thing. Um, I don't know where Obsidian is going to find the time to make it because they are working on so much right now. Like their plate they, they is really super, are. super yeah. full. Like it really is. But also another great benefit of this is that, um, you know, we, we know that uh, Bethesda is working on Starfield. And then after after that, we know uh, that Outer Scrolls. Um, so if Bethesda was making the next Fallout game, there would be, you know, like who knows when it would come out? Like maybe, exactly. you know, maybe eight years from now or something like that. So so doing it this way will, you know, hopefully allow us to get Fallout a lot sooner than rather than later. Uh, anyway, as far as my outro goes, um, you know, I, I, I still have my YouTube channel, Constant Gamer. I haven't really been posting any content on it because I've been working on uh, something else, something uh, a super secret project, which uh, here in the, like the next month or two, I'm, I'm finally hopefully going to be able to announce what I've been working on. Uh, nice. So that should be pretty exciting. Uh, but if you guys want to, you know, to follow me on social media and keep up uh, with what I'm doing, really about the only place that I'm uh, even remotely active on nowadays is on Twitter. And that is at Zimmy Games. So uh, if you want to, you know, follow me on Twitter at Zimmy Games. 
Uh, boom, as always, thank you so much for the uh, for the invite. And uh, let me know if you ever need me on another show, man. Oh, absolutely, brother. I'll be definitely giving you the call. But thanks again for yep. the 300 plus people here today to uh, obviously talk about the breaking news via Jeffy Grub Grub uh, that fa uh, Fallout New Vegas 2 is, in fact, in early talks of returning into the hands of Obsidian Entertainment. And I think that is incredibly exciting. Uh, everyone, have a great day. And, of course, I'll close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day, folks, will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. I can guarantee you you're going to have. An awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next Tuesday on the new and official episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.